Welcome to the Los Angeles Sentinel Daily Brief. Here's what you need to know for today. Today, we are going to talk ministry. We're going to talk faith and a little legacy with none other than Bishop Ed Smith. Welcome to the Daily Brief. Thanks for having me. Um, we're happy to have you. And so a lot of people know you as the pastor of a Zoe Christian Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Now it's Zoe Center. Yes, ma'am. You've dropped the Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us about why the name change. Well, my uh, oldest son, Joshua, he's the new lead pastor. And, okay. And he wanted to have a little different image to keep Zoe. Zoe means life, the God mm-hmm. kind of life. And clearly we're Christian. Mm-hmm. It was an adjustment for some people, but they love it now. All right. So uh, are you retired? No, I'm refired. <laughs> I'm doing something different. Okay. Uh, I head up Nehemiah Project LA that works with former foster kids who are homeless. When did you launch it? Actually, it started early, unofficially, in around 2015. We helped them provide housing, get them housing, and also places to live, and also to get their life together to go to school and live on their own independently. Okay. And even before that, working with former foster youth. What I began to realize as a pastor, I was working with these young adults, and I realized that uh, they were in foster care. They just had needs. Helped them buy a car, helped them with tuition, helped them with a laptop. Finally, I said, look, I don't mind helping you, but where are your parents at? They said in unison, we don't have any parents. We grew up in foster care. See, it wasn't on my radar as a pastor. Under, you know, it's, I just didn't see it. So you're helping adolescent, um, those who are in adolescent foster care, because a lot of times they say those are the hardest to place. Yeah, they're out of foster care. Okay. They're, they're aged out. Oh, they're out. So you're helping the aged out. Yes, ma'am. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, and that's the hardest challenge because, uh, first of all, it's locating them. We have staff that walk the street looking for these young people that are homeless. Mm. Uh, and some of them are older because they've been in, out there in the streets struggling for a long time. Uh, it's a crisis among African-American children and youth. And so we're about helping address that and solve that problem. Why did you choose the name Nehemiah? Good question. Well, the Lord put it in my heart, first of all. Uh, but Nehemiah rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. People were very vulnerable and taken advantage of. And people didn't, didn't like them, took advantage of them. And uh, Nehemiah mm. rebuilt the walls, but he also rebuilt the lives of people. Mm-hmm. And that's what Nehemiah's heart is, about becoming a favorite family. And so Nehemiah is about providing a family environment for them. Even when they get on their own, we still connect with them. Because why? they got to buy a house one day. They have questions about their careers and different things, their marriages. We want to treat them like our own children. Give them the best. Do you consider this your passion project? Oh, it is what I was called to do for my life. Pastoring prepared me for this. Oh, wow. So now I'm a shepherd, if you would, a pastor bishop to people mm-hmm. of the city. And literally, that's where it is. We have people that are in different areas of L.A. that we work with, and we help them. They call. They call our office. They call other team members. They call me. Uh, why? They said, Bishop, what do I do about this? Right. And then off of time and communication, like in text, I'll put Bishop Ed in parentheses, Dad. Nehemiah Project LA, how can we learn more about it? They can go to our website, first of all, nehemiahprojectla.org. Okay. LA is the epicenter of where foster children, uh, the numbers are great here. And black children are disproportionately represented in foster care. White families come get their kids. Mm-hmm. Latinos do a better job, come get in their kids. Black kids, our families don't come get us. Got it. And that's a problem. Do you think that the churches do enough outreach outside the four walls to service the communities that they're in? Overall, churches could do a much better job okay. in this area. Having regular communication, regular engagement in the community is a challenge for some pastors. Mm. Because what happens, 
if they passed with the model, get people to come here. And that model alone uh, may not be as effective. And if you're a very popular speaker and all that, you have a social media presence. But even that, even then, they're not local people. And ministries that are churches that are in inner cities or even suburban areas where they're still struggling, we need to reach out to our people. Boots literally on the ground, knocking on doors and providing services, let them know what we're doing. Uh, we, we provide every month, we provide at our church food that gives them, anybody comes, hundreds of people come. We have an English and Spanish, because people are in Spanish-speaking uh, community, they needed help as well. So what happens is that we go beyond that. We connect with them. We help them get other resources, find out they're homeless, or there's a shelter to go to. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of work. Right. And so it takes some staffing, volunteers, some resources, and some churches aren't bent that way. Like right. Most pastors, churches are no longer, no bigger than 200 people mm-hmm. in America. And most pastors are bivocational if they're not part of a major denomination. So it's a challenge. Uh, I think that some have questioned whether they should continue to pastor or try to do it differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, those that are able to do do both, people come to church and do, reach a broader community. But ultimately, with our church, we thrived during the pandemic, and we worked it well with the uh, with online streaming. But we wanted more people to come, and as we began to connect them more and get feel like they were satisfied with mm-hmm. what, what they're receiving, they start coming. But even still, there's a greater harvest outside our walls and within about a three or four or five mile radius of our churches. I love that there's a greater harvest greater outside harvest. the four walls Come of on, the church. Sister. <laughs> greater harvest. Right. And see, and that's that's where the best impact's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Because people can realize you came to me and found me. Jesus, yeah, he's preaching in the synagogue, but ninety nine percent of his time was in the streets, in the marketplace where the people were, and talking to them and meeting with them. Uh, we're not training pastors to do that. Right. We're not training pastors to run nonprofit organizations and, and deal with social issues. We're not training pastors to, to develop and have grants and, and, and apply for grants and raise money outside the church for outreach efforts that mm. change lives with homes and, and so forth. Many churches do do, do that, but 95% of them do, do not. Oh, well, we're so glad that we have a ministry like Nehemiah Project LA that's doing just that. May is National Foster Care Awareness Month. So if you're in the Los Angeles area and you need help and resources, Nehemiah Project LA is for you. What's the website again? NehemiahProjectLA.org. All right. And any closing words of inspiration you can give our viewers? Many of you have good careers. Some of you have retired, looking at what to do with my life. And many of you have something you can offer, a skill set, some resources. But for Nehemiah Project LA, you can help us by volunteering and also becoming a regular donor, donating to us. Go to NehemiahProjectLA.org and find out for yourself. And see, hear the stories, watch the videos, and you'll see firsthand we're having an impact and we can have a greater impact with you involved. All right. Now for the latest in black news, you want to head on over to LASentinel.net and we have your church news for you, too. I'm Neil Anderson and you have just been debriefed. Debriefed.